together. And I believe that if couples are going to dream together and believe together, they need to learn to put God first. Amen. Come on, somebody. We need to learn God first and talk about putting God first and becoming a submissive woman. Amen. A submissive woman is one who obeys God's word. Who obeys God's word. And then uh, uh, we talked about a husband to love their wives. To love their wives. And, and when you love your wife, you disarm her. Amen. She's like, she's like butter in your hand. She melts. Come on, somebody. Amen. Uh, when you take care of her and love on her. So we talked about men learning to love on our wives. And then all of a sudden, you begin to understand that God has blessed you guys from the beginning. Amen. He's blessed marriages from the beginning. He wants the best for the marriages. Amen. So we just enjoyed ourselves. And we got ready next um, tonight. Amen. Uh, I'll be there tonight. But tonight, uh, um, Samantha's going to be talking about. Come on. Amen. She's going to be preaching for the singles. You don't want to miss out if you're single, ready to mingle. Hello, somebody. Amen. Be there tonight. It's going to be a blessing and God ministering your heart. I'll be there. I want to speak just a little bit, but she's going to be taking over and just uh, speaking on, on um, how that God loves you too, regardless of what we go through. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bible, turn to Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. We've been on this series on Love Heals. Amen. Uh, we talked about the beginning of the series. We talked about Love Heals Me. If you allow the love of God to heal you, then you can pretty much do anything. If you allow God to heal the hurts, the, the wounds, the, the things that uh, took place in your life when you were young and, and when you grow up and into your marriages, that you've allowed God to heal you, amen, and you can become a better you. Can somebody say amen? And we talked about um, love heals issues. And that we have issues in our lives. And, and when we begin to heal our issues and all the different things uh, that we have to learn to press and push through obstacles that will try to stop us. When God wants to heal us and, 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 and deliver us. So this morning, I want to continue with the series. And I want to talk about love heals others. How God can use you to touch others. How your life matters. Amen. Tell your neighbor your life matters. Your life matters. And because your life matters, God wants to use you to be effective in your marriage, to be effective in your house, to be effective within your family and within your society, within your city. And because he wants to let you know that you can make a difference. A lot of times what happens is we think, we're, well, we're too young or I'm too old or I don't know how to read. I don't know how to write. Well, you know, uh, my culture is this, my culture is that. And, and sometimes we think we cannot uh, um, touch others nor change other people's lives. But I want you to know today that you have called, you're anointed to do something and to make a difference. Can somebody say amen? So you need to send, allow God to use you. Amen. I'm going to talk about uh, um, different type of people here, and I'm going to talk about different things here. So I want to set it up this morning to help us. Here we see that Jesus heals a paralytic. And and Mark chapter 2, verse 1 says this. And again, he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately, many gathered together, so there was no longer room to receive him. Not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they laid down the bed on which the paralytic was laying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven. Father, we want to just thank you tonight, this morning, Father, for your presence that's in this house. I thank you for your people, Father God. I, I pray, Father, that you continue moving this morning within us, oh God. I, I pray you would touch us, Father God, and stir us up, oh God, and that we allow ourselves to be used by you. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, 
Amen. I, I want to show you, amen, if I can, draw a picture for you this morning on this beautiful event that's taking place. Uh, Jesus is, comes to a town, he goes to Capernaum, and he's been there before, and, and because he's been there before, the people know who he was and who he is, and, and they know about his, his, his triumphs and his victories and his miracles and what he's done. So when he comes, listen carefully, he comes to a house, and when he gets to that house, the Bible says, amen, uh, that uh, there was no room in that place. It was, it was, someone say packed out. See, the Bible says immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them. It, 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 he came into the house and that there was no room to receive any more people. It got packed out. It was, it was to the limit. It was, you look at the, the, the um, maximum room capacity. They filled the capacity and some, the Bible says. That they also filled a room where they couldn't even come through the doors. It was so packed out, people were hanging outside the doors. Now, they weren't hanging outside the doors to talk or to have coffee. Come on, somebody. To gossip or to sit there and, you know, oh, what do you wear? Oh, I like that dress. Hello, somebody. But they sat there to hear a word from God. They sat there to receive from God. They wanted what God had for them. And so what happens is this church is that they were receiving and while they were receiving, God was doing something inside them. Because how many know when you want to receive from God, God will change something inside you? See, you can come to church and you cannot allow yourself to get fully healed. But when you want to come to God and you come to the Lord and you want from God and you're open up, God can take away the hurt. Come on, God can take away the bitterness. He can take away the anger. He can take away the frustration. But you got to open up your door. You got to open up your heart. You got to open up your house representing you. The Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We are the temple where God dwells. Now listen to this and as I get going this morning, the Bible goes on and says these words. Now even near the door and he preached the word to them. He began to preach and he began to preach a word. He began to preach a message, a life-changing message. And they began to receive it and they accepted it. Now, now listen closely really quick here. The lovers was in the house. Jesus was the lover. The Bible says that he was where he was in the house. The lover is in the house. Tonight, the lover is in this house. Come on, somebody. The lover is in this house. Second of all, the lovers surrounded the house inside. So there is the lover inside, and the lovers were surrounding him. See, God wants us to become lovers of him. See, when you become a lover of Jesus, when you become a lover of who he is, you you want to have a heart like him. You want to have a mind like him. You want to have, amen, that, 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 that spirit that wants to help people and love on people. Amen. amen. But the Bible says closely at this point here that there was no way to receive no more lovers. To receive no more lovers. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of people out there that are hurting. I woke up this morning while I drove here. I seen hurting people. Well, I got up and walked out my house, I seen hurting people. Well, I was on the street, I seen hurting people. Now, I want you to paint this picture for you really quick if I can, and, and I want you to see this. The Bible says in verse 3, now look at verse 3. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. 
Here's a picture. Here are the lovers of God saying, because God touched me, because God healed me, I need to help this other. I need to help this other. I need to help this paralytic. This paralytic who is crippled, this paralytic who can't move, from his neck down, he can't move. He got his head, he's laying down right there. He's on the bed, listen carefully. He's on the bed, and they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. Church. There were these men who were lovers of God, who God touched them, who God changed them, who changed them, who changed their issues. So now they want to help others. They want to love on others. There's a dying world out there. They need you. Come on, somebody. They need you. But they need you to get touched by God, changed by God, get rid of all your issues so you can love on them. Amen. There's people that are lost and they need you. They need your touch. They need Jesus, but they need somebody to bring them to the... See, Jesus was in the house and they came to him bringing a paralytic, somebody who needed help. Someone who needed a touch. Someone who needed a change. Sometimes it's a team effort, guys. Some of you brought someone to church today. You helped, you, your love healed others. Your love for God, come on, so your love for God draws somebody to church. Your love for God, amen, uh, helped others. When you continue loving on God and helping others, we slowly change the world. Oh, you don't hear me. Come on, we slowly change the world. It might be one at a time, but it's better than none at a time. Eventually one and one and one makes three. Then three, do it. Then now it's nine. Nine, do three. You got to understand, God loves math. God is the multiplication. Look at the, look at the growth that took place when he was in the house. Look at the change that took place when he was in the house. See, love heals others, guys. And we need to understand that today that love heals others because God has healed you. You can touch others. Come on, somebody, because God touched you, you can heal others. Now look at this really quick. It says, and when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they, they laid down the bed and which the paralytic was lame. Here is the picture of these four men, these four men carrying a paralytic and they're trying to bring him to the lover. But then us filled with other lovers who are inside that house. They're saying, you know what? If I don't push through this, because how I many know when you want to help others, sometimes they don't want to hear it. Amen. They don't want to receive it. Come on, somebody. Amen. They don't want to, they don't, you don't want to go to church, you go to church. I'll see you when you get back. There's going to be obstacles when you're helping other people. There's going to be trials in helping other people. See, if I would give up on helping others, we wouldn't be where we're at. There's going to be trials, there's going to be situations, there's going to be doors that are blocked for you. Oh, you don't hear me though. There's going to be doors that are blocked and you're like, man, why can't I get through, man? Why can't I do this? Well, you know what? Maybe God don't, don't want me. Oh. See, they say, you know what? I'm not going to allow myself to get stuck by the doors. These people need help. See, somebody helped me, and because somebody helped me, I'm here today. 
Somebody stretched out their hands and helped me 23 years ago. I'll never forget it. I, I, was, I, I remember being young and sitting, sitting taking back in, in my room and my homeboy got saved and God changed his life. And, you know, I never thought he would change it. He got changed. He changed his life. And I remember getting loaded in my room and he came knocking the door. He said, hey, man. He goes, hey. He goes, uh, why don't you come to church with me? I'm like, oh, man, you know what? Maybe one day. I'll go one day with you. And I, and I, and I burned myself because I'm man of my word. I got to keep my word. And he was on me almost every Sunday, on me every Sunday. One day I just got, okay, I'll go, man. But his love for others touched me. His love for me and coming, knocking on, my, knocking on the window and just bothering me while I was trying to, you know, enjoy my... <laughs> and he goes on and on and on. And then one day I just got mad and jumped up and I went to church with them. I'll never forget, I went to church with them. And I, and I sat in the back row and I wasn't way in the back. And like some of you guys back there, sat back there. <laughs> and I came in and, and he was preaching. The pastor was preaching and he was preaching. And, and I'm looking at him all like, what'd you tell him? I didn't see nothing. And I'm sitting, got my glasses on. I kick him back in the back. And I'm, I'm loaded, guys. I'm, I'm wasted. I know none of you guys ever done that. But I, I, was, I was gone. And he's preaching. I'm like, and I'm like, and I start feeling God touch me. Start feeling God deal with me. So then I, I looked at my I got I went to the restroom, man. I'm like, oh, I went to the restroom. I didn't want to see nobody didn't see me cry. So I went to the restroom and I walked in, uh, you know, then I grabbed the hole of the toilet. I'm in the sink. Hello, somebody. I grabbed the sink and I looked and I says, I'm not going to cry. I ain't going to do it, man. <laughs> just broke down in the restroom. Felt God touch me. Felt God just break down. So I don't know what it was. I, 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 I didn't know who God was at that time. I didn't know nothing about God. I sat there, okay, you know, shake it off, you know, walk back in, and he goes, you're okay, I was just throwing up, you know. Just, you know. <clears throat> and I went back there and sat right there. I didn't, I didn't change my life that day. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't give my life to God that day, but God planted a seed in me. God planted a seed in me. Come on. It was a seed that was planted. The Bible says they don't come back void. So if somebody comes, and, and they might never come again, but a seed will be planted in them. A seed will be planted in them because God's word don't come back void. And as, as, as it was planted inside me, years went by, and I, and I, and I picked up some cakes, and I picked up a murder case, I picked up all this, I tried to block me up for life. And all of a sudden, I said, God, if you're real, get me out of this. And you know how we are, amen. And God, and God, and God opened the doors for me, and God released me. And I beat my case. And I got out, and, and two days later, I did the same thing. And then I got committed to a program. Never forget it. I got out on November, I got November 23rd, and I got saved. February the 13th, just about two more days with that, one more day or something like that. 23, it'll be 23 years that I give my life to the Lord. Because why? Because somebody, love healed them and they're able to heal others. Because love heals others. When you know somebody cares, it changes your life. When you know somebody cares, amen, and you're tired, and, 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 or maybe you're not even tired, but when you know that somebody cares, it makes a difference. All of a sudden, I see God touched me, God changed me, God began to deal with me, God began, God's love began to change my life. My pastor, Pastor Ruben, amen, he loved on me so much, and he loved on me, and he loved on me, and I wouldn't even love myself when he loved me. I mean, there's some things that I've done, and I wouldn't even love myself, but he loved on me, and he cared for me, and because he did that, I was able to cross barriers. Come on, I was able to go beyond areas. God began to heal my life. So when I look at this picture here and I see these men and I, and I see these men says, you know what? I'm not going to allow a little hiccup, a little trial, a little car breakdown. 
a little manifestation, a little act up in him and her. Because I know when you're helping people, they act up. Oh, you don't hear me, though. I guess you never helped nobody before. <laughs> you know when you try to help your kids and they don't want it? You know, come on, come on, come on. You, but you, come on, this, this is the last time I'm taking you in. This is the last time I'm taking you in. And you did like five times. It's always your last time. Because you want to help them. Sometimes you want to help people, sometimes they don't want it. But love on them, care for them, because your love makes a difference. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering, amen. <laughs> now listen carefully, when you go on with this, the Bible says that, that they, were, they, they broke through and let down the bed on which the paralytic was laying. Eventually, someone say they got the breakthrough. Eventually, you'll get your breakthrough with loving on people. Eventually, you'll break through their thick head. Come on, somebody. How many here was that stubborn person? Anybody raise your hand if you're that stubborn person? Look at that. You're in the right place. And how many can remember back when you begin a, when you broke down? And because you broke down, look where you're at now. Come on, somebody. Because you broke down. Look where you're at. And there's others like you who need you to witness to them about the love of God and how God can change them. Amen. They need to hear from you. So love heals others. Love heals others the same way that love healed you. Amen. Here are these paralytic, and I can just wonder what God healed them from. There was four of them. Four of them. Four of these Men who carried a paralytic. Now, I want you to see this real quick if you can with me this morning. Each one had something to do with in their life. Each one had something took place in their life. CJ, come and stand right here really quick, CJ. Stand right here, Mio. Richard, stand right there, Richard. Flacco, stand right here. Go ahead and look towards the crowd. Get what the, the order I called you guys right there. Boom. Get right there. Go. Perfect right there. Each one of these men represents the paralytic. The, excuse me, par- the, the men who carry the paralytic. You got four men to help how many guys? One guy. You got four guys to help how many guys? One guy. Now, they're going to carry him because he's laid out. He's, go- he's down, he's down. Now, I can just picture what's running through his mind. When they're seeing that guy down there, he's saying, man, I remember when I was down. When I was down and nobody loved me. Nobody wanted to touch me. Nobody wanted to come around me. Nobody cared for me. He says, I can't, I can't allow that to happen to this guy. Because the love that God gave him, he said, I can give it to him. Amen. Come on, somebody. Because the love that I experienced, I'm going to help this man. He says, and I'm not leaving. I'm not moving. All of a sudden, here comes another guy pulls up next to him. He says, man, he said, because God stepped into my life, helped my marriage. I know I'm not going to let this guy die in his marriage. Oh, you don't hear me, though. Because God loved me when everything was falling apart. I want to make sure I'm there to love on him. He said, I'm not moving. I want to help him. My love for others, it's going to make a difference right now. Here's another one. He's watching. I need you to catch this so you can understand this. They could have dragged him one on one side and took him and said, you know what? Let's make it easier. Let's do this as a team. Let's do this 
as a, a mentoring program, say it like that. Let's do it as you hit him here, you hit him there, and I'm going to hit him somewhere else. He says, I know when I was, felt suicidal, I felt depressed. No one loved me, and I felt lonely, but God took away that and healed my heart. And I see the same thing here, and I want to make sure that he doesn't do what I wanted to do. He don't follow through with it. Come on, somebody. He don't follow through with it. I want to be able to stop that. Here's another one here. He says, man, I know what it is to be homeless, to be lost. Listen carefully. I know what it is to be rejected. Nobody wants. He says, I don't want this guy to feel the same thing. So because God took away all that out of me, love healed me, so I want to heal another. Come on, somebody. I, I, want, I, want, I want to make a difference. So all of a sudden, these four men get side to side, side two here and two here next to me. Two here and two right here. There we go, two and two. Like that. This is, um, we're going to take the one that's in the middle together to get his breakthrough. We got our breakthrough. We're going to take him to get his breakthrough. Come on, somebody. We're going to take him to get his breakthrough. What is surrounding this individual? Love. He's surrounded by love. We're not used to be surrounded by love. Man. Come on, we don't, sometimes we don't even know that. When we talk about love, we're like, love? We can't even tell each other we love you. We, it's hard for us, it's hard to express that type of, you know, anybody know what I'm talking about? Am I the only one here that don't, because maybe I'm just me and I'll preach to myself. I'm okay with that. But he got surrounded by love. And just walked that way. And they're taking him to a place he's never been. See, love will take you to a place you've never been. Come on. Love, when you love on others, you'll take them someplace they've never been. The Bible says that they took them to the door and it was full. They was feeling they couldn't do it. So all of a sudden, they had to take them to the rooftop. Come on, somebody. They were taking them to the rooftop. And then all of a sudden, they got to that rooftop. And when they were at that rooftop, they said, you know what? We, we, we need a breakthrough. Come on. We, we, need, we, need, we need a breakthrough. Come on, somebody. We need a breakthrough. So they started breaking through the roof. As they broke through the roof, they laid down the paralytic. Now the paralytic is in a place he's never been. Now he's at the feet of Jesus. Come on, somebody. He's at the feet of Jesus. They brought him to the place where Jesus that they brought him into his house they brought him to where Jesus is at church these men keep on walking keep on we're going, we're going, we're going doing good just keep on going these men <laughs> these men who who were lovers of God these men who loved on God who God loved on him loved on other come on so they loved on the paralytic they loved on the paralytic and they took this paralytic to a place he's never been what's that place he's never been a place of healing a place of healing in his life. What do you need God to heal you at? Where do you need God to take you at? Come on, somebody. Where do you need God to heal you at in your life? Or where does God want to take you to heal others? Where does God want to take you to touch someone else Amen. that you've been fighting? I don't want to go there because, you know, this is the devil's playground. Well, where do you think sick people are in the devil's playground? Come on, give the Lord a great clap. Come on, give these guys a great clap offering. Now, I'm not telling you to go there to go drink and party with them. I'm telling you to go there and pull them out of it. Go there and tell them you love you. You don't need to get stuck there and by the time, you know, you both of you guys like, hey man, praise loud. Let that one just seek you for a minute. But uh, these paralytic guys, and this is what I want you to see. These paralytic work together. And some of us, if you work together, you can make a difference. 
Some of you can work together in evangelism, reaching the streets together. You can make a difference. Come on, somebody. Amen. We're hitting the streets on Saturdays. Every Saturday we'll be in the streets. We got flyers out there. A team will show up here. We'll be out here every Saturday at 9 o'clock. We'll be out there for 9, 9 to 11 for a couple hours hitting the streets. Mondays. We'll be here Monday mornings. If those that want to go Monday morning, we'll be here Monday mornings. Amen. From 9 to 12, hitting the streets out here, handing out flyers. Come on, somebody. Amen. Thursdays. Thursdays before service. Amen. They're going to be hitting the streets out here. Why? Because it's time that people feel the love. Come on. It's time that people hear the love. Time that people get to receive the love. And it's going to take us, church, us as believers to go out there and bring it to others and draw them in to a place where they can get healed, a place where they can get restored, a place where they can give all their issues to God. Come on, somebody, where they can give it to God. And God said, okay, thank you for doing your job. God said, now let me do my job. Amen. Amen. Plant your seeds, guys. Water the seeds, but God brings the increase. Come on, somebody. God does the deliverance. God does the healing. God does the restoration. All of a sudden, they they laid the paralytic down, and when they saw, listen, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. Man. That's, he looked, looked, somebody say their faith. Their faith. Whose faith? The four men. And the paralytic there. So it took five as a team to make a difference. Four of them to love on him. One to finally to surrender himself. And Jesus said, you know what? Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. He's seen their faith. See, your love does make a difference, guys. Come on, you might not, you might not think it. You, you might, well, you know, let me tell you, bringing people to church makes a difference. Because it's not you that does it, it's God, the Spirit of God. Come on, it's the Spirit of God. Jose, where Jose at? Where Jose is? Jose here or no? Jose, Jose, oh, come here, Jose, real quick, Jose. You might not know Jose. Some of you might know Jose's testimony, you might not know his testimony. I want you to come real quick, because I want you to testify really quick. Amen. He's going to testify really quick how he came to church but didn't come into church. Hello, somebody. But uh, but in the beginning, I didn't want to come in, you know. I would sit down outside the car in the parking lot, you know, just waiting for my wife. My wife will be in here, but I'll be outside. I didn't want nothing to do with God because before that, I got hurt in a church. And I just said, if that's Christianity, I didn't want it, you know. But now I understand that God had another plan for me. Another plan, another church, which is this one with Pastor Edgy, you know. But in the beginning, I didn't want nothing to do with, with God, you know. But then God just started to touch me, you know. Started tugging to my heart, started, started picking life into my heart, you know. And all of a sudden, one day, just, I just broke down, like Pastor Edgy was saying. He just got a hold of me. And I got up, I, went, I, I, was, I was sitting back there in the rows back there. And like Pastor Edgy was saying, but... Uh, I went to the restroom, I cried like he did, and then <laughs> I came in and I felt better. But yeah, in the beginning, I got, got, had to get a hold of my heart first, you know. I didn't want nothing to do with the church, I didn't want nothing to do with God. 
I, I didn't want nothing to get involved with the church, you know. I didn't want to be an usher. I didn't want to be do nothing like that. But God had other plans for me now, you know. God had other plans for me. Now I'm an usher. I help Pastor A.T., you know. I support him. I'm here during the week, you know. And I just thank God for that, you know. That he got a hold of me, that he never gave up on me, you know. I just thank God for that. Amen. Well, he was outside. The guys would go, ushers would go there and tell him, hey, come inside. Come inside. Like, no, no, no. But they continue loving on others. See, love heals others. Come on. Love heals others. They would continue hitting it, hitting them, hitting them. Until all of a sudden, one day, he said, I, I'm going to go inside. Come on, somebody. Amen. One day. Church, you can make a difference. We need churches. We need believers that make a difference. Come on, somebody. We, we need them. We need them. See, while everybody, you got to understand where I'm going with this this morning. While everybody was just inside loving on Jesus, they forgot to love on others. <laughs> while everybody was in service loving on the lover of their soul, loving on the one who delivered them, that they forgot the ones that are on the outside looking in. Come on, somebody. They, they, they forgot about the paralytic. They forgot about the drug addict. They forgot about the hurting, the depressed, the suicidal. They forgot about the ones that are out there and they say, no, well, okay, me, 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 but what about them, them, them? They need to hear from us. They need, amen, us to express our love that God has expressed to us. Come on, somebody. Amen. Now, listen to this really quick. We go down and we'll be closing this morning. Look at verse 6. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why did this man speak blaspheme like this? Who can forgive sin but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived his spirit that they reasoned this within themselves. Excuse me. He said to them, why do you reason about these things in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven? Or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk. But what you may know that the Son of God has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Come on, somebody. Immediately he rose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all, so that all were amazed and glorified, saying, we never saw anything like this. My God. What took place here? See, when you begin to help others, sometimes people are going to judge. When you start loving all people and caring for people, they're going to be like, well, who do you think you are? Well, como's cambiado? How you change all of a sudden, all of a sudden? But weren't you jacked up or weren't you mixed up? Weren't you this and weren't you that? Yeah, but God's love healed me. Come on, somebody. God's love healed me. Jesus love changed me. I'm not suicidal. I'm not depressed. I'm not strung out. I'm not lost. I'm delivered by the blood of the Lamb. And now I'm loving all others. You can say what you want. You can say all that you want. But you'd rather have me strung out or changed. And that always shuts them up. 
Nice tough people all the time. You rather have me robbing you or loving you? You have me chasing you down with a gun or just loving on you for fun? Amen, somebody. Church, the reality is you are an asset to the blessing of God. You are so powerful, man. You're more powerful than you can imagine because you know what God has done for you. And there's others that need to know that they can change too. And the only way they're going to hear it is from us. The only way they're going to receive sometimes is from us. So listen to what I'm saying. Love heals others. It was the love that changed these men that they were able to reach others. There's a dying world right now. There's a dying world out there. People are lost. People are bound. People are being confused. People are being twisted. People who grew up in church are leaving the church to always weird things. Because the last days, the Bible says that they'll be perverter of men. There'll be, be false doctrine out there. There'll be all of this stuff that'll twist people up. And we have to be able to be firmly founded on the Word of God, knowing our Word, and loving on them. Come on, somebody. Just loving on them. I'm going to give you some great tools really quick. Just simple tools. Just simple tools to help you out. Sometimes people say, well, I don't know what to tell people. Simply just tell them, come, God loves you. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come, God loves you. God cares for you. God wants to help you. God loves you. This is the perfect time, church. We need to express that God loves them. Because it's God that does everything. Come on, it's God that heals, restores, and mends. All we do is allow ourselves to be the mouthpiece of God. God uses us. God wants to use you. I want you to stand with me this morning. to get twisted or get mad or get frustrated this is we're still going to help you don't allow maybe what you went through to stop you from reaching out to others because sometimes what happens church is we go through something and we're like you know what I'm done if, if that was it God should have been done with us a long time ago so I only know how many times we were stubborn anybody ever stubborn here amen God said you know but I look past your stubbornness pastor's numbers and I seen a great mother, a great father, a great son, a great daughter. Come on somebody out. He's seen greatness in us. And that's what we need to do this morning. Look past faults and failures. Look past mistakes. And just love all people. You know when you're out there handing out flyers, just simply just love on them. The less you say, the better you're off. Unless you want to sit there and give your testimony is just great because something they need to hear your testimony. That was an overpainted by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. That's how you overcome a lot of lies, a lot of junk. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. I need you to know this this morning. You are valuable. You are valuable. And you can make a difference in this world, in this city. Allow the love that has changed you 
to touch others. Allow the change that's taking place in your life to love on others. Don't let the devil lie to you and tell you, you know what? You don't know what you're doing. You're too young. You're too old. Uh, you, don't, you don't know nothing. God said, you know what? Just love on them. Pick them up. to be